Welcome to the Dear Beloved Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear Beloved, welcome back. Today we're just going to chat pretty briefly about the topic of seasons and how we can look forward to different things and different seasons and and also just, you know, reflecting on when we can stop and smell the roses of the season that we're in. So I don't know about you, but every time it's like the last month of a season, you're like itching for the new season to come. Like I'm talking about in like the year, like the weather seasons, right? It's like April and it's rainy and the flowers are coming and you're like, I just want like the blazing hot sun or it's the, you know, the blazing hot sun and you just want the cooler fall temperatures, right? There's something so enticing about the changing of seasons. There's something so enticing about um, something new coming down the line. And so sometimes when we feel stuck in our in our own lives, right, we well, we recognize, first of all, that we have seasons in our own lives. We have seasons where, um, you know, we experience different things season to season, much like the weather, right? We're not always bundled up and freezing and holed up in our homes for a season in our lives. Sometimes we're out and about and doing all the things, right? So recognizing that sometimes when we're in a season, it can feel long or tiring or even just like ordinary, right? And and we kind of crave um, a change. And these changes can often look really exciting. And often they can be really exciting or maybe a little scary, right? There's always just kind of this like anxious energy, whether it's like excited anxious or a little bit nervous, right? I don't really know what this is going to hold, that type of thing. Um, but I just, I wanted to talk about this topic today because I feel like um, I've been learning a lesson these past few months about this particular topic of, of changing seasons. Um, and, and the things that I've been learning, some of the lessons I've been learning, kind of revolve around the idea of the grass is greener on the other side, right? You hear that phrase and there's like 10 people and their advice that come to mind, right? Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it is kind of crazy how many people use this phrase, right? For giving advice or, or whatnot. Um, and one that I've heard recently and, and maybe it's kind of well known out there, but it kind of hit me in a new way was, you know, the grass isn't always greener or, or the it's not that the grass is greener on the other side, it's greener where you water it, right? And I've heard that before, but for some reason, when I heard it this time, it really stuck with me because, you know, sometimes we're in a season where things just feel ordinary and we kind of want to change, like, like a big change, right? We kind of want that shift of something changed that we can feel important or needed or successful or that we're striving to do something new or 
literally insert any anything right that that sometimes we need to slow down and really ask ourselves and ask the Lord in our in our times of prayer if if what he's calling us to is a change because sometimes he's calling us to to go deeper where we're at to water our grass right to water um, the grass of the place that he's put us in intentionally right now um, and that's kind of a lesson that I've been learning right you know we've been a little while ago we went through that book um, find your people um, and part of that that really stuck to me was how you know how tempting and easy it is to give up on people right to give up on friendships whether they're just not serving you anymore or they're just taking up too much time or you know XYZ give any excuse um, but one of the things she brought up in that book was like holding on to your people, staying and fighting, right? And that that can sometimes be uncomfortable. And and for me, it's like when I'm craving something new, it's like, do I have to just stay? Do, am I being called to stay and and to learn this lesson here? Because to be honest, the biggest lessons... Um, and, and the biggest opportunities for growth don't come when we're maybe enchanted with our lives. It comes in the hard, in the slow, in the monotony of life, right? Any any parent will tell you that, it's, that that's true, right? With the monotony of life, with uh, kids running around, that those years have formed them in ways that they wouldn't have been as single individuals or um, just dating or, you know, in, in a different uh, lifestyle that would allow them to be more selfish with their time and resources, where because they're giving all of themselves at every moment of the day to their children, to these beautiful creatures that they have created that are also full of energy and jumping on them and touching them all the time and making messes and, and whatever it may be those are the moments where you learn the patience and you and you grow in selflessness and you can really just expand yourself as a human right <laughs> it's it's in those moments of living out our callings whether that's in a job whether that's in your studies right um procrastination is the easy way out <laughs> giving up on your studying is the easy way out staying and finishing that chapter or staying and finishing those 10 chapters or staying and writing that paper is harder however that discipline is helping you be better it's helping you um, be disciplined um, and if you had stretched that muscle maybe in college when you were single and you got married and you were I don't know, in grad school and you had a kid, that discipline that you had done in college helps prepare you so that you can have that same discipline um, when you don't have the time to mess around, <laughs> that you have to write that paper when it's due so that you can be there for your child, right? Or, or your wife or your parents who need you or X, Y, Z. Um, and so sometimes 
what we're called to do, not sometimes, we're always called to be where we're at. Um, and sometimes we are called to shift, to take a leap of faith, to step out, um, and to change where we're at, uh, to change our, our, you know, experience. But a lot of times we were called to a, a place and a time to, to be there. And so sometimes when I'm, you know, facing that decision of stay or go or change or stay or whatever it may be, is, is to sit and think, have I learned every lesson that I was put here to learn? And then maybe you can ask yourself, you know, have I learned every lesson I've put here to learn well? Do I have to maybe learn some of these lessons again? We never want to ask that question, right? We never want to learn our lessons twice, right? If we've learned it the hard way, especially, we don't want to have to learn that again, <laughs> for sure. But sometimes if we haven't learned them right, then we do need to learn them again. And we need that humility to stop and sit and say, yeah, okay, Lord, like, help me learn this lesson again, because clearly I didn't get it through my thick head, right? <laughs> help me again to learn it so I can be my best for you and for those you've put around me. Um, so, you know, that, that's what we can talk about seasons in, in like a big kind of like seasons of, seasons of life type stuff, right? Big, big seasons. But we can also talk about seasons of like maybe shorter term or just not as like big and showy. Like maybe it's a season of um, desolation or a season of consolation or a season of um, a lot of connectedness, a lot of connection, a lot of community, or maybe it's a season of a little bit of loneliness because your community is traveling without you or, or whatever it may be. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. I knew what I was learning was changing my life not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires in my heart? And if there is, how? How do I start building a life that supports this beautiful design of the Creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. I only open up registration a couple of times a year, so go to thebelovedcollective.com to learn more and to sign up for our waitlist to be the first to know when registration opens up. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? then look no further than the Beloved Co. shop. Yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to connect with others, desk pads to help us remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more. Intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts, so if you're looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D, 
And as always, you can find the link in our show notes, right? That there will always be different seasons in our lives. And yeah, some can just straight up stink. (laughs) I won't sugarcoat that. Sometimes it's really hard. Like a season of illness, for example, or a season of injury. Like, I don't know if you were ever a kid and broke your arm and all your friends are out in the neighborhood playing and you and you can't join them because your arm's broken, <laughs> right? Or for me, for a long time, I was really, really sick and I was um, holed up at home <laughs> on my couch and I couldn't really go anywhere. Um, I was attached to things that couldn't move, so I was literally on my couch for hours and hours every day. Um, and, and that was my season for a long time. And, and I couldn't get up and do anything even if I wanted to. And so sometimes the way that people can, can come alongside you um, and the way that you need people and that people need you can change depending on your season, right? So for example, um, uh, a mother who just had a baby right? Their season is postpartum and survival and taking care of their baby. And as a friend to that mother, you can aid her in that season by bringing her a hot meal or um, offering to come and do her laundry, right? (laughs) Offering to come and clean her kitchen, offering to come and just sit with her to have to offer, you know, an adult conversation (laughs) because she talks gibberish to her child all day. Um, Things like that, right? There's different seasons um, and there's different things that each of us need in different seasons. Um, And so sometimes it can be hard. One of the lessons that you continue to learn is the lesson of learning how to ask for help. This has been so true in my life, right? Just when I thought I got good at asking for help, my season changed and maybe I was more independent and whatnot, right? For example, I was in I was in like maybe high school age. Yeah, I was in high school and I had uh, hurt my ankle really bad and I had to have surgery on it. And I was on crutches and I was at like a summer camp and you know, I had to ask for somebody to carry my plate through the line to get food and then to bring it to my my chair to sit down, right? And obviously this is a very like obvious need, clearly, like <laughs> I cannot hold a plate, it will fall and break. Um, it's so it's a very like you can tell it's a need, it's visual. Um, so it was clearly kind of kind of easily understood, I guess I could say, that I needed help here, right? So in a way, it was like, there were like two criteria. One, it was like a necessity. Like, it was like non-negotiable, I needed help. And the second was I didn't really have to explain myself because it was like kind of visual, right? So I, even though it was hard, um, because of those two things, that made it easier, right? It was a necessity. I needed it, and, and and it was clear why I needed it, right? And so, you know, as I went through that summer, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm learning this lesson. It's been hard, but you know what? I'll, I'll remember this, you know, when I need to ask for help when I'm fine. 
but lo and behold, you know, I got better, could walk, I could do these things for myself again, right? I became independent again. And so, you know, when things happened after that, that I, you know, didn't have those two criteria, wasn't in the same situation, etc. It, it's been hard to ask for help again, right? And now down the road, <laughs> um, recently, I, I thought of this because, you know, with, with a lot of times with illness, it's, it's internal, right? Injuries are kind of external, but illnesses are internal, whether it be mental health or um, chronic illness or, you know, a headache, you know, those things you can't really see. So, um, you know, more recently I was kind of debilitated with a headache and just not having a great symptom day with my illness. And um, it was really hard for me, but I knew I needed to reach out and ask for someone to like feed me, <laughs> right? And so those criteria were no longer there, right? Well, the first was kind of there. It was a necessity. I needed to eat, right? <laughs> um, but it wasn't necessarily a necessity that I couldn't, like I had the ability to stand up, walk up the stairs, flip something on the stove, and put it in my mouth, right? There was that ability, but it would have caused a lot more pain and it would have, you know, etc. So that criteria was not there. And the other criteria of it being, you know, a physical thing that you can see wasn't there either, right? So it was really hard to ask for help and to be humble enough to be like, I can't really explain it to you, <laughs> right? I know it's not, you probably will, wouldn't ask, you know, I don't know. You, you probably don't understand, but like, here's my food. Can you heat it up for me and bring it to me, right? Um, things like that are, are lessons that sometimes you have to relearn because criteria changes, because seasons change. And because, you know, as time goes on, we become more and more independent in different ways and in different things. And so that independence hinders us from our... Our dependence on other people are asking for help are asking to come alongside somebody or or whatever it may be um, right so all of those things and much like seasons in the year like the weather uh, things do change so that's something to remember is that the season that you're in won't be forever and so if you're called maybe to be in the season you're in and not to rush it, not to rush to change, um, to remember that it will change eventually, right? <laughs> that it will change eventually and that we only need to be patient and to stop and to listen to what the Lord is asking us to do in that moment is that to stop and to look at those around you who are experiencing the same things? Is it to stop and focus on what's really important? Is it to stop and relearn a lesson, right? Is it to stop so that he can grow even closer to you, right? All of these are possibilities of what he's asking when he asks us to be in our season. Um, but, you know, he created us in a way that we are constantly 
growing and maturing and learning new things so we can't ever stay like stuck we can't ever stay stagnant so even in those moments when we feel like that you know something's happening (laughs) either you're going to grow in more frustration or you're going to grow in more patience right the decision there is yours um but even so, right, we're not, we're not going to be stuck forever because that's not how he designed us. And he always honors his design. Always. And so, like the changing of the seasons, there will be something new coming. Even if it's predictable, right? We know every year winter will come. And every year summer will come. And every year fall will come. And every year spring will come. These things we know, right, because it's a cycle. And so sometimes it's the same thing. We maybe feel, I don't know, we're in a season of um, really learning lessons and growing closer with the Lord. So we're maybe like on the surface, like alone a little bit more, but really we're like deep in our own stuff. Um, And then maybe we have a season of kind of we rise to the surface and we can share and we can be close to people and we can really dive into our relationships. And maybe there's, you know, a season of um, hard relationships, right? Hard things that were going on with people or we're walking through people with, uh, through hard things with other people, etc. right? And maybe there's, you know, a cycle of joy, just unabounding joy. And gratitude, right, of this beautiful life that we've been given and that the Lord has given us, right? And even if we don't know which is coming after each one, we know that these are all a possibility. And that, you know, as our experience can tell us, we can experience all of these and that we can We really will see a change eventually. Um, And, you know, one of these possibilities will be our next season. So that's just a little bit of an encouragement today for you. Um, If you find yourself in a season that you're maybe itching to get out of or you've just gotten into a new season and it's not as green as you thought it was or whatever it may be, I just wanted to spend this time with you chatting about it um, to see if we can learn how to just continue to grow closer to our Lord in any way possible, meaning anywhere where we are, any season we're in, um, that we can continue to grow closer to him because that's the most important thing. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know um, and let me know what else you'd like to hear from from the Beloved Collective and the Dear Beloved Podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Dear Beloved Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to follow along at the Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D.